Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Kicked Back presented by Uber One. Uber One is a membership that lets you save across Uber Eats, Uber Rides, and everything in between. Enjoy unlimited $0 delivery fees, 5% off of Eats, 5% off of Rides, and if you join Uber One today, you can get your first month free. Visit uber.com slash uberone for details. Welcome to Kicked Back, presented by Uber One, everyone. We just finished watching Canada versus Belgium, and man, Liam, I feel... And Brett, I feel like my body went through every single emotion possible, and now I'm just drained. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hmm. What should we say? Canada played very well. A I, lot of people on Twitter are saying they were arguably robbed of a win through just chances, I suppose. Like obviously, there's a lot of talking points which we'll get to through this. I'm very confident in this team still. I think there was a lot to take away from that in a positive perspective and also a lot of things they need to work on still to get mm-hmm. past it. But... Canada just went up against the second best team in the world on paper and chuck it to them. Honestly, and I got excited. As soon as I got to the office here with you guys, I said the way this team's coming out with their starting 11, I was happy about it because it didn't look like they were playing super defensive. Like, of course, they have a defensive component to their game, but they were ready to take it to Belgium. And you saw that from the first moment of the game. They were... Sorry, sorry guys, I just had to oh. move my cord. Um... They played with confidence. They were passing the ball really well. They were making some crucial tackles defensively. This was a game that kind of almost put Belgium... They made Belgium a little nervous. And that's saying something, because like you said, on paper, Belgium's the second best team in the world. Whether or not you think that about this team in the World Cup, nonetheless, they have a team with superstar footballers, Kevin De Bruyne being one of them. And we saw a Stefan Estacchio who plays for Porto, who's having an unbelievable season with them right now, dangle Kevin De Bruyne in the middle of the pitch. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody's business. (laughs) There's so many moments from this game from Canada, although they did lose 1-0, and it pains me because this is a game they could have won. Absolutely could have won. Those losses hurt me more than anything. But this is such a good picture from this Canadian team that if they go out today like they did against... um, If they go out against Croatia and Morocco like they did against Belgium... They're getting out of the group, Liam. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing for me is they've got to score. Have to. And not obvious. That's a very obvious statement. No shit, Liam. Um, but either way, like, they got to be clinical. they got to put the goalie under pressure. And I felt like today Canada really lacked that clinical guy. 
Jonathan David for me is such a shame because he has been so clutch for Canada, so good for Canada. But today, just I felt like he, he wasn't quite there. Lyron came on, had that header towards the end of the game. That was good, obviously. The Alfonso Davies miss is disappointing. I don't know. It was a pretty poor penalty, but it's a big moment for anyone to step up and try and take that. And I was kind of think, like, I think Lyron would have been the guy if he was on the pitch to take that penalty. But at the end of the day, he wasn't. Davies missed the penalty. We're just going to move on from it. I think overall Davies was fantastic today. Had a lot of good things. Richie Larea is someone I want to give a shout out, especially for that tackle he made. Um, I th- I don't even know. It was on like whatever that was in the penalty box there. And the defenders to the credit, like Johnston, Vitoria, and Kamal Miller, I thought all played really well. The goal that was scored was was route one football, really. Mm-hmm. Right over the top and caught them out and just... Just that little bit, and was we did a stream on a 90th minute Twitch, which we'll be doing on Sunday as well when the Canada play next, and then whenever they play again after that. Um, he said at the start of it, he's like, does, does World Cup experience really matter that much? And I think in this game, that was, that was there. Yeah. I think it was very evident in the game. There was moments where... You know, like I said, David, like if he had played in the World Cup before, maybe he gets a couple better chances. But Belgium just kind of took it. They took it for, and just just put up a wall for Canada in a sense and just let him run with it. I wanted to point out here just I'm looking at the uh, match ratings for these players or the Canadians specifically. Jonathan David with a 2.1 mm-hmm. or 2.8, excuse me. Who's my, who gave these? Uh, this is on one football. So they gave him a two point out of a, what a five point eight out of ten. Uh, Alfonso that Davies, is a <laughs> yeah. Wait, one soccer? Uh, yes, no, one football, oh, okay. one football. Um, Alfonso Davies with a three point seven. Uh, Richie Larea with a four point three. Are we watching the same game? Who is one football? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Tayshawn Buchanan with a three point six. Can I take a look at this? Yes, yeah. Uh, Richie Larea was awesome today, and yeah. I think Alfonso Davies was great too. Who is this? <laughs> what did they give Belgium? Uh, to be fair. <laughs> Vertonghen, 3.9. <laughs> Tielemans, 4.5. Uh, Carrasco, he was actually pretty bad for Belgium. 3.7. These are incredible. What do you have to do to get above a 5? <laughs> I'll tell you Score the players. These are the players that got above a, a 5 in the entire game. Courtois, uh, Witzel for Belgium. Uh, Hazard, 5.1. For diving. Uh, yeah. KDB, 6.8, and Bashiwai. Tell me what Estakio got. KDB, 6.8. What did Estakio get? 7.8. Good. He was actually... Good. The only player rank, uh, gave him higher grade than him was Couture, which is probably fair. He saved your penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vitoria, 7. Kamal Miller, 6.6. Okay. Johnston, 6. Borjan, 5.8. Hutchinson, 5.5. Hoylet, 5.3. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. And they gave uh, player of the game to Kamal Miller. Oh, wow. For Canada or overall? Yeah, overall. Really? Yeah. Then that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What he wasn't even here. the third. Oh, whatever. I'll give my own ratings next time. Um, Where yeah. are we up to? <laughs> no, Liam, I, you mentioned Richie Larea. I want to give a shout out because when... I don't believe Richie Larea has been getting super consistent minutes for Canada. And when I saw that he was on the starting lineup today, I was like, this guy, I remember watching him for Toronto FC and he's so good on the flank and he's a disruptor and he'll cause problems and he's fast and he'll draw the penalty. He drew the penalty. Was it against Japan? 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah right at the end. He drew oh, yeah. the penalty against Japan. There, there should have been another one today that he drew, right? Guys, my brain's literally yeah. out to lunch right now because I, I, I was so nervous during this Canada-Belgium game. But he's a good player that will draw these chances, and I think he did really well. People also have to remember, at the end of the day, this was Canada's first World Cup game in 36 years. A lot of, all of these players are playing their first World Cup game. So think about the pressure. Think about the stage they just played on. And think about the fact that they took on a Belgium who's number two on paper in the world. And they came out of that game saying, holy shit, we could have won. We should have won. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's just what you said, Liam. They need to capitalize on their chances. And I think especially in the second half, they had to be a little bit, their quality kind of decreased in a, little, a little bit. And I think it's because they got tired. But getting that final third pass just a little bit better, getting it on the foot of a Kyle Laren or a proper header, just kind of executing those final moments with quality. And I think that this team will put a Croatia away. Yeah. And so I I have a quick point and I I want to toss a question back your way, Caroline. So the thing that I kind of felt is as the game was progressing early on, like that first 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes for Canada felt so important mm-hmm. by the way they were playing. They were just giving up so much energy to try and get a goal that early. And you could kind of see that was mm-hmm. the game plan. And then you don't get it. And it's just like, oh, we just spent all that energy and we're still at nil-nil. Like it was, that's tough. That is a tough thing to maintain for 90 minutes. I think they did relatively well at maintaining that press and and staying energetic, but you could kind of see towards the end like a lack of urgency, I think is fair to say. And I th- that was probably part of Belgium's plan too, is like if we can withstand this first 20 minutes of just pressure, because then you kind of saw the game kind of calm mm-hmm. down quite a lot. For Canada's next two games, for me, the key is to get a goal in the next 20 minutes, in the first 20 minutes. Oh, the, I guess the next one too, because that's when they play. Um, they have to. They have to, they have to, they have to. And also, you have to get the lead. And this is not a a critic. I'm not trying to be a critic of Canada here. But this team doesn't have a a lot of depth. Like, we saw the guys come off the bench. Laren, Kone, uh, Asario, Liam Miller, and, oh, what was it? Adekubi. Those are probably the guys you're going to have to turn to next game, too. Like, it's kind of the group. Like, my point is, is I think it's really important that Canada keeps those that threat on the bench and I would love to see Laren and David play together the whole time but I don't know if they can do it like I don't know if they can they can expense that threat coming off the bench like what Laren or David could do um so I guess my question to you Caroline is I kind of answered it in my way but to you like what do you think they need to do now against Croatia like what is what would your game plan be going into that one I think I think they need to score a goal at the end of the day let's let's go back to the Senegal Netherlands game Senegal played better than the Netherlands but Mm -hmm. what was Netherlands able to do score two goals win the game get the three points right in group stages in these tournaments the most important thing to do is win you could play like crap or you could have the best game ever, but if you're not scoring goals or you are, that's like what's what's going to make the difference. So Canada has to score a goal. I also think that they just have to shoot more. 
Uh, I mean, we had chances, but I want like quality shots on target because we have quality attackers who are able to do that. I think that's maybe not that it was missing today, but I think today was a game of of maybe some nerves for them that they had to shake off. And I think some quality shots on net that we've seen these guys have Laren, David, Buchanan, Davies. Like, think about the names I just named. Estakio has scored two Champions League goals prior to this World Cup. They're able to launch a ball, score a goal. And I think that they just maybe need to have that confidence of not trying to make each pass perfect and get the ball in the back of the net just nail it yeah um one other guy i wanted to shout out quickly was alistair johnson so good man that guy can pass the ball oh that guy so precise with his passes he is such a great player um i know there's some rumors before the world cup even started that this team's in syria that are kind of in on him i very happy I'm very happy to see him have a good performance. He's a fantastic player. And like you said, all those guys before, I think he's the guy coming through now. And Kamal Miller, I believe he's only 24. Am I wrong in saying that? I think he's on the older 25. Side. Kamal Miller's 25. He looks very old. No offense, Kamal. <laughs> but I like to eat. He played well. My bid for first goal is uh, Vitoria because I feel like it's going to come from a corner. But Canada, overall, don't be disappointed. I think a lot of fans are going to be happy with what they saw. I think everyone coming into this game wasn't expecting Canada to come away with the win, which obviously they didn't, but I don't know if everyone was expecting for them to perform the way they did. So I think on a world stage, Canada put themselves on the map, gave themselves a lot of credit. I follow a lot of people like YouTubers from England who talk about football and stuff, and all of them were like, Canada was robbed. Canada was robbed. This team played so well. Just so excited to keep watching them. And yeah, like, Go Canada. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm happy after this game because I hope people tuned in, right? Like, this was a massive game for us. I hope people around the world tuned in because if they did, they leave that game saying, holy shit, we were wrong about Canada. And that's something we've been preaching at the 90th minute for since this team has really even been in CONCACAF and mm-hmm. World Cup qualifications. This team has a chance to get out of the group. I have them getting out of the group. Brett, you do. Liam, do you? Yeah, I yeah. have to. I yeah. had to stay on brand. Yeah, so you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we've believed in this team because we've seen what they can bring, and I think that they found a different level today. I really do. And I think that they're able to build off of this Belgium game. That's what Waz said during the live stream, and I actually really agree with him. He said this is a good game to build from because there were so many positives. And even the negatives, which I wouldn't even call them negatives. Yes, you know, you have to eliminate that goal, but it was a world-class goal from Belgium. It was it was a nice goal. It, it was wasn't cr- anything crazy. I just think that the things that they need to improve on aren't hard improvements improvements it's better quality in the final third and and shoot shoot the ball more and and score the goals yeah i agree because even defensively which i i've said on the show i think could be bad for canada not bad but a weakness and i thought they did really well that goal over the top sure tough one but just to show the quality of that goal belgium's expected goals was less than one and they Mm -hmm. scored one so that basically means like if the chance is like a difficult chance, it won't be like classified as an, a scoring opportunity. Just shows how well it was mm-hmm. taken and scored. And Canada, I think, was like two point six expected goals. So that is what it is. Um, one other key from this game, which I thought was important to do, was only conceded one. Now you go into goal difference. Yes, I know Canada is last in the group with a minus one, but also if they get one goal, they're back to zero, and it's just kind of benefits them. Then you get like Costa Rica. Sorry, guys. The 7-0, like, your World Cup might be over before it even began, and it's just tough for them. But from a Canadian perspective, I think we should all be pretty proud of what we saw today from our 
Canadian boys, John Herdman said it in his post-game press conference. He's like, we're disappointed with the loss. We felt like we could have won. Oh, yeah. But we proved to the world that we are, we deserve to be here. And we are welcome here. And we will show up here. And they certainly did. And I'm excited to keep them going. That might be the one of the most exciting losses I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It was electrifying. It's a perfect way to put it. An exciting loss, but also, what, like, now I just, again, guys, I feel burnt out because I think the most painful losses are the ones you could have won. And that's exactly how I feel about this Canada-Belgium game. Uh, but again, it's not the end of the world. I mean, yeah, Croatia's a tough opponent, but they just went up against an opponent that's ranked higher than Croatia. They can go out and do this. And credit to John Herdman. John yeah. Herdman, John Herdman put together a starting lineup today that dominated Belgium in the first 45 minutes. Like that game was a domination. Anyone watching that game that isn't a Canada supporter was probably sitting there like, what the hell are we watching? Because I didn't expect this. People had Belgium winning 5 nothing. <laughs> yeah, which was harsh. <laughs> I know I said Saudi Arabia would lose 5 nothing too. But <laughs> man, do you know one thought I had through that? Sh- the show. Yeah, we'll call it the show. Uh, the World Cup show. Um, John Herdman... You just said, like, what a performance by him as a manager to put those tactics in this place. Like, what is he going to do? Like, what is next for John Herdman? I feel like the sky is the limit for that guy. I heard Premier League. I heard, in my own head, England. <laughs> well, The English national team? If Southgate's done, there's a, and I know, like, he's not been at that level, but, like, I feel like he's good enough to put his name in the hat. Wow. And it, then Carlo Ancelotti comes to Canada. <laughs> yes. Did you see the no. post today, actually? Rumor mill. Did you see that? No. There was a picture of Carlo Ancelotti holding a Canadian football shirt, and it was—I can't remember who tweeted it. Uh, I should have sent it to you, but they, he was like holding it, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, like Canada's. I'm supporting Canada. Something this World Cup." Yeah, because he lives in in Vancouver mm-hmm. during the off season. But must be nice. Inter- yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Interesting note that you mentioned with uh, England and Herdman. John Herdman, before taking the men's national team job, was actually had actually accepted the English uh, women's mm-hmm. uh, p- oh, really? manager position, and they even said to him like, "Oh, you're English. Why haven't you applied for this job yet?" And kind of poked and prodded for him to apply for it. Ended up getting it, and then he said, oh, "Okay, well, I'm going to go back to Canada and the men's national team," and that's where he is now. So interesting, you mentioned England because that may be in the works maybe not already right now but maybe something that he could be into dude's proven himself i know that when he first got the position when he left the women's team and went to the men's team so many people doubted doubted him and what he was gonna do this guy brought us to a world cup and we just honestly guys i'm so proud of this canadian team and how they played against belgium like john Mm -hmm. herdman helped do that and, and the way that the, the Canadians were passing the ball at times, I was like, this is a good team. This is a good footballing team. Like, we're going to be a football nation. Yeah. And just thinking four years, it's going to be here. He, honestly, I'm going to be at every game. Mm-hmm. I've thought about that a lot. I'm going to, we're traveling, guys. <laughs> we're, we're 90th minute expense report. <laughs> oh Sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get it approved. We're just, yeah. We just keep sending so, it. Ah, shoot. <laughs> it's costing me a lot. I haven't been to work in two weeks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um... Yeah, should we talk about Belgium quickly? Yeah, one one quick thing. I do oh. want to mention Alistair Johnson, because you did, our boy, who's on uh, Kickback. Yeah, go check that one out. Yeah, I, I, sorry, Caroline. Yeah. He spoke about a lot about this team that I saw today yeah. on the pitch. One thing he, he said, Kamal Miller is nimble and athletic. I think that's what he said, right? I, Some, I don't remember. Exactly. It was something like that. Because I asked him, was like, who's the one guy people aren't talking about? And he was like, oh, well, people talk about Buchanan, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Kamal Miller, nimble and athletic. Something like that. Anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. Go check it out. Let me know if clutch. I'm right or wrong. <laughs> um, he, had, he, I agree with you with his passing. This guy, as a fullback, to, to have that range and that IQ and that vision, I said it's a true holding center mid, which we know that he he played holding center mid at Wake Forest. We yeah. talked about it on the pod. He he had he's such a versatile player in my opinion, and he's he's a guy for Canada that that's been holding it down and is going to continue to hold it down, but. His ability to to kind of play that ball over the top or through a back line, it's so precise. It is world class. It really is. I hope he joins AC Milan at Serie A. I'll get an Alistair Johnson jersey. I would too. If he went actually, if he goes anywhere outside of England, I'll get an Alistair Johnson jersey. That's when he goes my, to Bolton. Oh man, I probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I know that guy. Um, that's kind of my thing with jerseys, actually. If they play outside of Europe, outside of England, I will buy that jersey. Okay. That's that's something I live by. I can, can you imagine me in like a Manchester United jersey? I think my dad would throw me out that window, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, anyway, Belgium. You loved one Belgian player's eyes in particular. Let's start Ooh. with the hard-hitting soccer, uh, football What's analysis. his name again? Alex Witzel? Witzel. Uh, uh, Axel Witzel. His name's Axel? Axel Witzel. I've been calling him Alex all this time. <laughs> Mr. Witzel. Your eyes. <laughs> What's that song? Her eyes, her eyes. His eyes, his eyes. Oh, Makes the stars look like they're not shining. So piercing. So blue, green. It's like the ocean. Oh my gosh, please they clip this. Beautiful. Guy. This is this is my yeah. favorite Liam takeover. It was time. they were nice. They were very nice. Um <laughs> I was just the first thing I noticed with him. I was like, wow, that uh that caught my eye. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome man right there. Yeah, he, he did is. his job he though, hey? He, he was like one of those annoying guys on the pitch. That's he, what they are. That's what yeah. I was not impressed. And maybe I'm a little bit biased, but man, how is this team second in the world? Yeah, I agree. Like, how much stock are we putting into these world rankings now? Like, honestly, it is getting 
absolutely ridiculous. I understand it's based off points and all this stuff, but it should almost reset every four years. I feel like that'd be a good thing to do. Is like, okay, World Cup's done. Boom, December 19th. Everyone's at zero points. Go win. Go win games. Go do what you got to do to regain points. Because at the end of the day, like, Belgium, are they even a top 10 team in the world right now? Like, I, not to be harsh, but, like, you also look at England just played Iran, who are 20th in the world. Give me a break. Like, come on. And They're what's Canada ranked right now? 44? Yeah, unacceptable. 40, 44, something like it's that. It's about to change. It's ridiculous. that like, the U.S. is 18, 17, 18. Wales is 19. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous. The world rankings, and I think everyone kind of has this opinion too. They're very fraudulent. Like Canada's at thirty third in the world. Thirty third. They've got. They were forty four at one point. Yeah, think, we right? had a massive climb during the World Cup. Can you qualifiers. read me the top ten quickly? The top ten: Brazil, Belgium, out. France, England, and then is it like Portugal or something? Well, you know what's very interesting is that right now FIFA, as of well, oh no, never mind. That was December tenth. I think I was looking at it on my own phone. As of October sixth, twenty twenty two, first is Brazil, second is Belgium. Hello. Third, Argentina. <laughs> That's nuts to me. Fourth, France. And then England, right? Then England, Italy, Spain. Italy. Italy, sixth. Who's not in the World Cup. <laughs> not in the World yeah. Cup, by the way. Uh, Netherlands, or uh, Spain, seventh. Netherlands, eighth. Portugal, ninth. Denmark, tenth. So who is uh, around the highest ranked Asian team? They would be at 20th, yes. Crazy. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like Today we saw Japan win 2-1 against Germany. Like these world rankings are ridiculous. That was a sick game, by the way. That was really fun. I it's uh, it's funny waking up and just watching these games. I know. Like like yesterday when I woke up, and so you got up at three o'clock for both games. No, right? I don't get up at the three a.m. games anymore because I don't think I'd make it to to. I, do you to, know to to three p.m. I'd be sleeping right now. <laughs> do you know what was funny is yesterday. We're trying to set up some other stuff for our video stuff. And I, I was looking at it and it was like 8.30. And I thought, oh, I kind of need to text Caroline about this. But I bet she's in bed right now after getting up to watch. So you, you didn't catch Argentina yesterday? No. Oh, no. I thought you got up for that no, one. No, I was. Okay, so this is what happened. It was midnight. And I just finished doing something for the 90th. And I went downstairs to Mike. And I'm like, like I might not wake up in two and a half hours. Yeah. Because like. That's in two and a half hours, that and I need tough. like at least five hours of sleep to function. And then I said, I'm like, there's no way Argentina, like Argentina's going to put four goals on this team. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, absolutely, record it. And I'm like, okay. First thing I did when I woke up at five, because I wake up for the six, six o'clock yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, I, mean, I try to. Uh, <laughs> I woke up at five. I, I Googled Saudi Arabia, Argentina, like one eye open. And it said, uh, Saudi Arabia upsets World Cup favorites. And I'm like, what the F did I, what did I do? Unreal. All regrets. Yeah. <laughs> Pure regrets. I, I thought I was dreaming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I woke up and I like turned over. And if you guys start getting, like, you get Twitter notifications now. Yeah. Do you guys see that? I don't even have the, it just shows up. No, no, thanks for the spoiler alert, Twitter. What if I was recording? Honestly, I'm the worst millennial. You're getting notifications. I had to Google Saudi Arabia, Argentina. You guys are so much smarter than well, me. I went and got the newspaper off the corner. And <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. 2 1. The second goal, Saudi Arabia scored. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy, crazy day. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm just kind of trying to build up what I saw just for 90 minutes there. Like, it was awesome. 
Where are we up to? I feel Bel- like I've lost track a little bit. Belgium, Belgium as a right. whole, I'm right. not overly impressed. I think what you kind of alluded to at the beginning of the podcast, Liam, is experience. That's what they had over Canada. And I think that that's going to be a missing component for Canada throughout this group stage. So hopefully someone you know on this team in within the game is that leader that if they have a goal against or they score a goal they just calm everyone down that they regroup they go back to their tactics because that's what comes down to experience belgium needed only really one good moment to get the job done and that's what an experienced team does so canada unfortunately is at the world cup for the first time in 36 years that's out of their control but if they're able to just you know do what they do that we've seen them do in in qualifications i think that they'll be fine but belgium slightly underwhelming in my opinion but found a way to get the job done that's experience yeah yeah kevin de bruyne did you really hear his name too much Um, aside from the goal saw a stockio put him on the ground it was so nice that was nice kdb they kind of did well to keep him quiet and yeah I, i don't know like this belgian team if they don't get out of the group i would i'd be a little shocked at this point, I guess now, but I wouldn't be overly surprised. Yeah. Like if there was some way they ended up falling out. I, I in my bracket, I don't have them getting past. Uh, I can't remember who they would play. Whoever it is, they're not Same. making past around a sixteen for me. Um, yeah, like a lot to like from today's game. So let's just keep it positive here. And should we talk about this really quickly? What is that? Just the fact that Spain beat Costa Rica seven nil today. I like, did. What, I, what did I, you think of the game? So. <laughs> I started watching and I catch call a little bit of the pregame show and that's something I don't typically watch and a lot of it was built off how Costa Rica did so well at the 2014 World Cup, which rightfully so, unbelievable round for them. And a lot of those players are returning to this team now and that was kind of the thing. One of the quotes, I can't remember who it was, said like, no one expected anything from us in 2014 and we shocked the world and now we have expectations. This time we're going to shock the world again and then... They got absolutely battered for 90 minutes or 90, 120 minutes, whatever they played because of all this damn added time. Um, and yeah, just <laughs> just crazy. Just a disappointing for Costa Rica. I think they're the worst team at this World Cup other teams I've seen so far. Qatar wasn't great, but also I think they showed a little bit more quality than what mm-hmm. Costa Rica did. Spain, obviously a tougher opponent than Ecuador, but... Costa Rica fans will be very disappointed with what they saw in Spain. I had them as the biggest underachievers at this World Cup. Now I'm feeling like that might be Germany. Honestly, that's exactly how I felt today too. We have, I think we both have Germany, Japan getting out of the group, which yeah, solid pick with Japan. Maybe Germany's are the team that really flops and Spain goes through. Yeah, but we need to see them. We need to see them though. Spain, Germany will be a sick game. Yeah. So here's the thing. Costa Rica essentially need to win one game. Essentially. they. Need, uh, sorry, Japan need to beat one game. Win one game. I can't even speak. I'm so Honestly, overwhelmed. I think our brains are dead. <laughs> so they have to beat Costa Rica or Spain. By this score, 7-0, I got a good feeling Japan might be able to get a result out of Costa Rica. You get six points, you're through. Basically, right? Like, the 7-0 really helps Spain because obviously the goal differential and everything in uh, Germany, like... You have to beat Spain now, essentially, to get through this group. You have to win. You have to win your next two games. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I think Germany's done. I think Germany's World Cup is over. They didn't play well. They did not play well, and you had Rudiger mocking that guy's run. 
Noya could have probably played a little bit better. Although he Jap- had one really good save. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Japan just wasn't very good in the first half at all. I, I saw this one tweet from a pundit in England was like, if Japan's just going to play like this, they should just go home and then come out second half and <laughs> two goals. And tactics. it's just like, yeah, like we've, we've stand it. And then, yeah, Japan, 2 1. Good day of football. Last two days have been really good. Really good. And all these upsets. I know. I'm living for it. I know. I tweeted that today. I was like, we're four days into the World Cup. And Germany and Argentina have lost to Saudi Arabia and Japan. I love I love That's why it's the best tournament in the world. <sighs> Nothing will ever compare to the World Cup. Agreed. I don't care what sport it is. I agree. It is brutal. My dad, so my dad called me this morning and he was trying to explain to someone at work like what the equivalent of Saudi Arabia being Argentina would be in hockey. And he was like, yeah, it'd be like Kazakhstan being Canada. I'd be like, no, it'd be like Saudi Arabia being Canada in hockey. Like, that's what it would be. It was just crazy. But I'm enjoying this World Cup so far. Five days in, we've not even seen all the teams. We've still got eight teams left to play. Because that was Canada's in Group F, right? Yeah, so we have tomorrow is Brazil, Serbia. So how's the day go? Switzerland, Cameroon. Switzerland, Cameroon mm-hmm. starts off the day, and that's again at 3 a.m. Yeah. And that is going to be a Put tough one on the PBR. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, no. Uh, Switzerland, Cameroon, 3 a.m. Uh, then you have Uruguay and South Korea at 6 a.m. Again, all these are mountain. Uh, Brazil versus Serbia at noon, and Portugal versus Ghana, I'm saying, is the, the probably, maybe the premier match with uh, at 9 a.m. Brazil, Serbia is going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with Portugal. I, I mean, that's it's a, a g- another great day of football tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's good. I think every day has been fantastic. I am so excited with this tournament so far. The worst day was Qatar Ecuador, not even because of the game, <laughs> but because it was one game. <laughs> like honestly, that was yeah. probably it. Um, yeah, let's get into the cool bet stuff. Let's do it. Let's do our predictions for tomorrow, powered by our good friends, Cool Bet. Cool bet, yeah. All right, Switzerland, Cameroon. Switzerland favorites on the money line, minus 130. Cameroon coming in at 445. That's very juicy. I don't mind Switzerland on that line. I think they've got a lot of potential in that lineup to actually have a really good tournament. So on that one, I'll go Switzerland, minus 130. And switching over to Uruguay, South Korea. That's a lot. It'd be a good game. Yeah, I thought Uruguay would be bigger favorites, to be honest. But I do have South Korea as my dark horse this tournament. Do you really? I do have them. I, it was between them and Japan. So I probably picked the wrong one. <laughs> but I'm not going to touch that one, honestly, because I think it could really go either way. Draw might not be a bad shout, in my opinion. Ghana, Portugal is going to be very interesting. While Portugal do have a very tough team, for Ghana to go up against. Ghana has a couple of little X factors here and there. Might not touch that one either, but the Brazil-Serbia game. Serbia plus 600. I, I, yeah, I'm checking all of this right now. That's, uh, there's a lot there. There's a lot going on, but Honest- my favorite bet is the Switzerland one for sure. My, we'll see. I want to see what Brazil looks like. It's crazy to think that we're going into, what, day four or five? Tomorrow's day five. Day f- five, yeah. Yeah, what World day Cup? of the week is it? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Day Wednesday. five of the World Cup, we haven't seen Brazil play yet, which is the favorites of the tournament. I, I wonder if yeah. Serbia... This is the tournament of upsets. Maybe that's a maybe that's a juicy... You like Serbia plus 600? I don't know. I, I just, like, I, I have to see how Brazil plays. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind that one. Um, so, last time, we were looking at... What did we go with? Well, I went with Argentina to win, like, 5-0. That was wrong. And we also... 
said Lewandowski to get a goal, and there was another guy Pain. actually. Yeah, that was tough. There was there was another guy. I can't remember who. I feel like there was a French Fiante. No, I couldn't find that one. Remember, oh, I can't remember yes. who it was. There was a French guy we looked at. I'm trying to see here out of curiosity. Giroud. I might have been Giroud. Yeah, Rabiot. Been a good one. Oh, up. careful. <laughs> so here's a fun one. So Neymar to score is plus one oh four. So if you put 20 bucks on it, you would win just over $20. That's not bad. That's not bad for a guy who's the all-time, soon to be the all-time leading goal scorer for Brazil. And who everyone has winning the golden boot. Yeah. Maybe that's a good shout. Um, on Serbia, just to keep in that game. Vlavic, plus 335 to score a goal. If anyone's getting him on that, it's him or uh, Miritic. Mitrovic, what am I saying? Plus 300 for him, by the way. But we'll just go to the Uruguay, because there's one guy I want to check out quickly. Nunes. Oh, no. I'm going deeper than that. Suarez. Luis Suarez. (laughs) Luis Suarez and Cannavale. (laughs) What's his name again? Cavani. What am I talking about here? (laughs) It's been a long day. (laughs) Honest to God, has guys. (laughs) I can't believe they're both still at the World Cup. That is crazy. That's like two guys who... We're all talking about like Messi's last World Cup, Ronaldo, potentially Lewandowski's, like all these guys, and then you get these two Uruguayan legends of the game. Just none of us have really mentioned them, Honestly. and I guess like Suarez is kind of buried away a little bit now, but it's going to be good to kind of see him back on the world stage. Yeah, and like other older guys, Busquets, Pepe. Yeah, like these are yeah. old guys that like we've been watching play in the World Cup for how many years now, and they're still in it. It's crazy that these guys just, just they're able to play at such a high level for so, so long. Um, Hung Ming Sung, plus 320 to score for South Korea, too. Is yeah. he fully healed? I don't know. Oh. I, yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm asking you like you're best <laughs> friends with him. <laughs> I feel hey, what did he say to you today? <laughs> I feel like all of a sudden they get to this World Cup and it's only French players that get injured, to be honest. <laughs> like <laughs> It's all that seems to be happening. Benzema's gone and Cuckoo's gone, but now Alfonso Davies just played 90 minutes for Canada and he wasn't even healthy a week ago. Like, it's nuts. The World Cup has just got a little magic potion somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you all a crisp high five if anybody could tell me where Edison Cavani is playing this season. Valencia. Oh, wow. Chris by five. It is, in fact, Look Valencia. Like that? <laughs> Who's the manager? <laughs> Great question. Do you know? No. Gattuso. Really? That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, poor guy. Take that, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a... Uh, I don't know if I've got anything else left in me today, Caroline. <laughs> like, Honestly, guys, yeah, it's going to be a wrap. I'm sorry, because my brain is not working oh i do have an announcement to make mm-hmm. i will be on the show on friday yay i got my dates wrong i oh. leave saturday okay and i come back sunday so you can get some some more england insight and i don't even know who else plays i guess wales and iran will be on the menu on friday and then qatar senegal so this is the lineup wales iran 3 a.m hmm. we'll, be, we'll be watching the highlights on that one qatar senegal Maybe I'll sleep in. Uh, and then gets juicy at new, uh, 9 a.m. Mountain, Netherlands, Ecuador. Then we'll get a really good idea who this Ecuador team is. Yeah. And then England, Iran. Also, a big win for Bolton yesterday, too. So that was nice. England, USA. Who yeah, did England. I say? Iran. There you go. I just want to play him again. All right, guys. This has been <laughs> your episode of Kickback presented by Uber One. We're going to go to sleep now. Um, and we hope you enjoyed our show. Go Canada, go. And we'll see you probably tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah.
I got stuff I gotta say. That's a wrap for another episode of Kickback, and thanks so much for listening. You can catch Caroline and Liam here every single week on Tuesdays and Thursdays to give you the latest rundown on all things football. Please don't forget to subscribe and give us a nice five-star rating. Please and thank you. And for even more Kickback content, follow the 90th Minute on all your favorite social channels. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.